I'm flying a plane with Luke right now. We're on our way to Montreal. <laughs> yes, this is good. A little bit of a little bit of background noise. <laughs> and I'm the co-pilot. Luke is the pilot. I'm controlling the flaps and the and he's controlling the brakes and the wheels. And we're trying to avoid all the planes in front of us because we don't want to crash. We have to work together. We have to be cooperative, a pilot and a co-pilot. Yeah, we're talking about a brand new game today called Sky Team from Scorpion Masqué. Uh, and uh, it's not a better uh, introduction than that. So um, for this week, this is Jake and Luke, and you're listening to our board game podcast. Ménage à deux. De Luke Tardif, how are you? I am well in yourself. I'm fantastic. We are face to face once again. Yes. Much closer than last time. Are we? When you, was it you were like, like maybe oh, 10 yeah, to yeah, 15 my place. feet. Yeah. At my place, yeah. And like, <laughs> and we're at point, different desks. Yeah. And at one point, I was like, oh, I can barely see you because there's these CD spindles. And you got up and you got all angry and like, you burned the spindle. Yeah, I burned them. Ah, burn. Yeah. Oh, you burned the CDs. Yeah. Since this is going to be a short episode, I just wanted to say that this episode is not sponsored by Zevia. What? It's not. What? It's not. What? It is not. Did they cancel our, our sponsorship? Yeah. Our sponsorship deal? Yeah. Well, they did. That's just Prime. Hmm. There it is. I'm in a hotel room with Luke, uh, you know, a boy's dream. Yes, yes. <laughs> All of our uh, Dave Matthews fans out there, maybe catch that one. Um, some of the best lyrics ever written. In the boy's dream. <laughs> in the boy's dream. Yeah. I'm the king of the castle. You're the dirty rascal. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Sorry, Dave. I know you're, you're an avid listener of Ménage à deux. Yeah, but we, uh, that, that's, that's kind of crap. Yeah, your music was real good in the 90s, and now it's only nostalgic. The lyrics were were never good, though. I mean, they weren't. I ain't gonna judge that hard, but just open your legs. A boy's dream. <laughs> no, it's uh, hack up your skirt hike a little up more. Your skirt a little more. That's hack up is. your skirt. A Show more. your world to me. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sorry, Dave. I know you listen. Uh, so yeah, we we love you. Uh, so we played a game today, and we're on a bit of a time crunch. So we're going to be going through a pretty quick episode, as Luke mentioned. He picked up this game called Sky Team at the local board game store here in downtown Ottawa. I should mention that you are here in Ottawa with me. I am. And I went and Imaginaire just opened up in uh, Rideau Center. Uh, yeah, that's fucking cool. Yeah, and uh, and I went to the store, and it's pretty cool. It's on two floors. It's uh, yeah, and uh, and uh, I. Actually waited till I got here because I wanted to get Sky Team, uh, but I knew Imagine I was going to open when I was here, so I waited till I was here uh, to, to to go and get it here. So, ah, yes. see, I haven't been to that Imagine yet. It's nice. Is it? it? Is, it's nice. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's it's sort of like a geek's paradise uh, in, in a way. Is it like, as good as the one in Quebec City? No, because the one in Quebec City is like the biggest one. It's the original one. But I mean, it's it's pretty close i would say it doesn't have all the stuff they have uh, uh in quebec city yeah but there's like 
so much selection. I mean, on the, the second floor, you, you even have what do you call those? Like the the sort of like models you glue together. I don't know. What oh yeah, I like um, yeah, I think glue up models. I glue up models. Like I, a, I don't know, like French cars? modèle à coller. So I don't yeah, know. yeah. Like the, you're talking about the, like the cars and stuff. Cars and boats and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, um, Fuck, what do they call those? Model, I think they're called model cars. Model cars, maybe model yeah. boats. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. they yeah. have those on the third floor. They have like role-playing games and books and stuff. Wow. Uh, then there's the whole section with man- mangas, like all those comic books. And uh, uh, yeah, so it's like, yeah. And there's, of course, the best part is the part with the board games. Well, what's interesting about Imaginaire, if you've never been and you're listening to the podcast and you're in the Ottawa area, the Quebec City area, there's a couple other across the province of Quebec, what's cool about them is they did the right thing and they didn't just go games because not everybody likes games. They want like mm. things that are imaginary and fun. And so that's what, you know, all the stuff you mentioned. So great well, store. When it started, it was mainly not board games, but then it, like the board game selection became bigger. So. That I did not know. Yeah, I, I mean... That's my souvenir from when I lived in Quebec City. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. I don't. It, don't don't take me up on that. I'm, I'm not sure. I'm going to go back in time and prove you wrong. Possible. So let's talk about this game, and I'll explain how it's played. I mean, I'll I'll go with what I saw. Luke explained the game to me and played it online, and then um, Luke, you can correct all of my errors at the end. Yes. So it Your is a. F- how can I correct your face? I already had surgery. Well, they messed this up. This is as beautiful as I get. They messed up. Uh, <laughs> you should sue that doctor. <laughs> <laughs> um, I just noticed it's in French, this game. So well, it doesn't really make a difference. Why did you get the French version then? Uh, I mean, just because I could. They had both? Yeah. Oh. Was yeah. this one the same price? It's exactly the same okay. price. It's, I mean, it's a Quebec company, so. Yeah, I guess that's true. It would cost more for the English for that reason, but they probably just naturally. Yeah. It was both, it was yeah. thirty five dollars in both cases. Okay, which I, I think is a is actually a good price for for what it. I mean, like with the prices these days, it's it. I I like games are like super expensive now, so I feel like yeah yeah I feel like it's a a good price for what it is. I think it's in the in the right zone. Yeah, we can see it at twenty nine instead, maybe than thirty five, but uh, yeah. at Walmart. So it is a cooperative game that uses dice. I wouldn't call it a dice game, which is an interesting distinction we often talk about, or we've we've brought up before, I should say. Mm -hmm. We don't often talk about. Uh, And so we are a pilot and a co-pilot, as I said in the introduction. We're trying to land a plane at the Montreal airport. Yeah, I think the reason why you don't, I mean, it is, I I think it is a dice game, but I think the reason why you don't call it a dice game is because it's not purely luck. You have ways to like change yeah, the results. There's lots of dice games that have that mitigating risk. Yeah, and yeah, you're right. Little tokens, but I think it's not a dice game because you know it's not mostly dice. Dice is one part. Yeah, it's then a it's, very important part. Of but it. then it's number selection. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, uh, and so we're this From dice. pilot and co-pilot. We have to work together. We each have four dice. Uh, the pilot has them in blue. The co-pilot has them in orange. They are normal dice that go from one to six. For some reason, they felt like putting the line underneath the number six. I noticed that, and I was like, "But there's not a nine in this game, so you don't have to." Like, yeah, not, yeah, you're right. I'm not confused. Like, yeah. oh shit, is that a nine? <laughs> one, <laughs> Never rolled two, a dice three, before. four, five, nine. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah, he's just game the system. But anyway, um, I guess some people. Like, I'm I'm fairly certain some people would try to cheat with that one. Well, those people are not people I want to play with. Yeah. Um. And so what's happening is there's a, a number of different places on your kind of control deck, whatever you want to call it, like your dashboard. Uh, you can see uh, there's two cardboard uh, pieces that uh, cards that will slide uh, down every round and so you can see planes that are coming you can see um, different altitudes you're slowly descending and so you need to make sure you're watching both of those and there are um, there are places to put your dice that can control if you are tilting uh, if your plane is tilting or if you are going a certain speed you can also use your dice to use the brakes uh, you can use it to to open up the landing gear and there's another spot to put your dice if ever you want to purchase a coffee which the coffee works as a plus or minus one of any die result that you want to use. Now, what's interesting about this is you can't talk about the dice that you rolled. You can talk in between rolls. That, did we mention it's a co-op game? It is a co-op yep. game, yeah. Yeah, a co-op game and, and the pilot and co-pilot. And you can talk in between rolls to, to strategize. But one, once the dice are thrown, you can't talk anymore about what, what numbers you have. And so one at a time, you will place out a die. So for the first round, it's pilot, co-pilot, pilot, co-pilot. Uh, and uh, you put a die out and your partner puts a die out and you just hope that you're going to be using the proper dice because there's kind of a balancing effect on the two most important sections. One is the, the tilt of the plane and the other one is the speed of the plane. You want to make sure you're always balancing. Um, you, want, you don't want to be too far. You don't want to be spinning out. Yeah, you don't want to be spinning out. You want to be too far distant from each other for the balance and uh, for the tilting. And then for the speed, you want to make sure you're within a certain range, which uh, it does change over time. Then there are other places where you can place uh, dice to um, take out the planes that are coming up in front of you. Basically, you're, you're contacting the uh, air traffic control and letting them know, I'm coming this direction. Can you remove these planes from my path in front of me? Uh, and both of us can do that uh, move. I have two spots for that, or I had as a co-pilot. And, and you had one. And then, uh, as I mentioned, there are landing gear and a brake spot. So I'm the person that is doing uh, some of the, the flaps to start braking. And Luke is able, or the pilot was able to um, take out the wheels, take the wheels out the landing gear and get it out there. But you have to have a certain set of dice to do that. So you do one die at a time. And it kind of just is ascending order. You can put a one or a two, a three or a four, and then a five or a six. And so we're both kind of trying to use our dice strategically without knowing what the other guy has and what he's going to use. So I know that I have to, at some point, put out four different dice to open up the flaps. I can do that when I want at my leisure and my choice, but I don't want to wait too long. But if I do it too early, that could cause some changes for our speed and where we need to have our dice placed or what number we need to get uh, combined for our speed to keep our speed at a certain uh, speed. You can sometimes go a little slower so you don't move forward. You can you can go faster to move forward two spaces, but you, again, have to watch out for the planes, these little meeple planes that are in your path in front of you and just clear out your path uh, before you advance forward. The uh, coffee, like I said, can be used to 
add one or, or subtract one from the die result. So if you don't have any really great obvious move with your dice, you might be better just to put it in the back and go get a coffee. So you lose a die this round, but it could be really critical for in the future to have that plus one, minus one. And then uh, as we slowly descend, there are two different tokens that give us a chance to re-roll all or any of our dice, both of us at the time, simul- same time simultaneously. Uh, we either do or we don't when we choose to use that uh, token, but it's up to us to, to use it. I think that covers most of the rules. Uh, I think I've mentioned just about everything. There's some uh, particular details, like the very last round, the way your speed is calculated is based on the brakes that Luke, uh, the, the pilot, is able to turn on. And then there's like... Um, that uh, speed on every other round is variable. The area, the 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 kind of region you want to land your totals in, um, but basically you're watching them put down a die, and you kind of. I, I had a couple moments that made me think of like playing euchre. Have you ever played euchre? Just a regular card game with regular cards. Euchre. Yeah, like it's spelled E U C H R E. No, it's like a four-player card game. It's two teams of two, and I always remember like. There's these moments where you show your partner a card. You'll play a certain card. It's the same thing. You can't discuss what card you have. And then play a certain card to show them, we're good. I've got this suit or I've got this type of card. And there are multiple moments in that from in this game for me where I would say, I'm going to show you, like we needed to land our speed between seven and 12 or seven and 10 at one point. And I had a six that I wasn't going to use anywhere else. And I said, I'll just put it out there and I'm going to show you a, that the set we're good. Like now you've got the flexibility. If you've got a one, two, three or a one, four or five, and you want to decide which one you want to use where I liked that a lot because just play one die at a time. When you'd originally explained this game to me, I was like, how's that going to work? We're just going to put out our dice and like show. I was mm-hmm. worried it was going to be this like simultaneous, um, uh, dévoilement, what is that in English? Simultaneous Showing, reveal, yeah, reveal yeah. Of, of the dice that we laid out, but it's one at a time, so you can kind of play off each other and ping-pong a bit and hope that what you've left in your um, player space, so I can't remember what those called, player screen, you hope that what you left there will still be good and valid and, and usable in the future. And we got lucky a couple times. Yeah, yeah, we did. Um, we did get lucky. I, I do feel um, this game... I do feel like it's very thematic. It's kind of funny, like, because I feel like if if you were to land a plane, I'm there's a lot of little things to do. You need to like flip on this switch and then to think about altitude, think about destination, think about distance to the airport, think about like I need to contact the control tower and make sure that there aren't any planes in our way and everything. And and it's very thematic. Like they did that. Like you really, I mean. Of course, it's easier than no. Of course, but you still feel like there's a lot of things to think about. Yeah, so you're you're like you're really thinking about everything all at once. Those two tracks at the top, one will tell you like how far you are from the airport, and the second one will tell you how high you are. Like if you're a hundred feet, a thousand feet uh, over the air, like your your destination, or two thousand feet, or anything. And then I know with the the expansions because I well not the expansions, but like the the, the scenarios. Um, some will have l- shorter runways and everything. So you need like, you'll have less time to land your plane. Also, you need to like go faster than the certain speed or uh, be outside of the range. Yeah, stuff like that. So you'll need to think about those things. So it's kind of uh, very interesting what they did. I'm excited. I haven't played the the scenarios, so it's kind of, it, it, it sucks a little that we haven't, but I'm excited to try them. Uh, but really, I, I think this game is super thematic. Like at first I was, and one thing I like about it too is 
I don't think I own that many games that are two players co-op. Like it's two players only. Yeah, it's only two co-op. I don't know. I can't even think of another game like that. Can yeah. you? No, like that's the thing. I I've played co-op two games only. Yeah, yeah I've played but, two oh, no, players. Yeah, but but With two players two, yeah. only. I think it's my only two players only game. Yeah, I've, I've definitely co-op. played co-op with just two players, but I don't think I've ever played a two-player only co-op game. Yeah, uh, that can, that's an interesting niche place to be. Yeah, and and also I think it's like because it's a small game to bring. Like you can actually bring it, some, like, but yeah. there's a, there's a lot to play in it. I mean, it's not it's a small box. Like I would say my other co-op games that are just as small as that would be uh, Forbidden Island, Forbidden Desert. They're like a bit thicker, but a bit smaller in size yeah it's about the size of like a century spice road kind of uh, no, little smaller smaller same same kind of footprint but yeah like thinner yeah yeah thinner yeah yeah exactly yeah it's, i mean that's good and, and that makes it unique and that's kind of what you want i'm looking on board game geek and says it was a play time of 15 minutes i think that's probably true yeah. once you know how to play yeah we it might have taken us 25 to get through yeah, maybe but 30. I had to explain a few yeah, things. Exactly. It was your first time. For example, the stability you had a, it's kind of funny because you're the second person I play with that uh, has a little problem with like the stability, like how it works. Because mm. uh, let, let, let's say you, you put a three and I put a five. So the, the the plane will lean my way yeah, yeah, yeah. two spots. My brain kept going like, oh, the inferior means you're not, holding your pulling your weight or something so it's like we're going to go down your way yeah. so there were tw- two times when i put a die that was inferior to luke's and we were already tilted my direction and i was starting to get worried that we we're going to tilt too far to spin out yeah. and so i said i'm going to use a coffee and i'm going to upgrade my thing and he's like no no no, that's good we're good <laughs> like and i was I actually able to and it helped us to stay stay straight i want to say that uh the base scenario is fairly easy once you've understood the rules i'm, I'm not saying you can't lose because i've lost but it's it's way easier to win. I mean, it's it's very it's fairly easy to win. So I'm yeah. excited to try the like the the other scenarios. But they do tell you in the rule book like don't open this. Like if there's a second rule book. They said don't open this until you've played the first scenario. Ah. And there's also a section in the box with like more components and everything. So uh, you have like more landing tracks, or you have more. Uh, actually, I haven't really looked at everything, but you have like. I think the altitude bookmark or whatever you call it is um, is like there's only one. Yeah, like the little cardboard piece or card that you slide. Okay, so the altitude is always the same, but do you start at different altitudes or? Uh, give me the box. I'll yeah. look. At, I'll look inside. I'll cheat a bit. Um, I think the altitude is almost always the same. There might be just a few variations, but we'll see. You can hear that I'm. <laughs> yeah, we're, stuff on the we're just at a little table in a hotel room uh, recording. So you're going to hear some table noise today. Uh, I'm trying not to type on my laptop. I'm using the touchpad. Yeah, you see, the, all the things I have here are only airports. So, for example, um, the airport in Tonkontin, because there's actual there are actual airports in the world. Like you, the first one is Montreal. Does it have their like uh, call letters or whatever, or just the name of the city? Uh, they have the like TGU is oh, cool. yeah. So cool. Yul is Montreal. So and it's kind of I mean Tonkont. I believe Tonkontin is like that super small airport that's in uh, like a, a mountain somewhere in the world. Like that's a super oh, super okay. dangerous airport. 
I think that's the one. So that's like, like a really expert level because you need to. Yeah, and there's more. Like you see, there's there's more icons and. Everything. What other cities so, are in there? Um, Hartsfield, Jackson, Atlanta, Oslo, Haneda. That would be Japan. Uh, Kuala Lumpur, Vaclav Havel, Prague, uh, Galeao. I'm not sure where that is. Heathrow, Keflavik, Iceland. Tonkontin, uh, wherever that is, and then Paro, 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 PBH. I don't know where that is either. So no, uh, so no, uh, no New York, eh? They got Atlanta for America. No, but um, I think if you buy the game these days, I don't know if it, it's in both languages because my versions. Oh, and there's an extra die there. Like I don't oh. know where, what it's for. But there's an extra die. Is it the, one of the two colors? It's black. <laughs> and. Uh, the French version has a an extra scenario, which is uh, you've heard about Robert Pichet, the like the the pilot who landed a plane without like engines. Oh in, yeah, in the I don't know how do you say that in English? A Azores, Azor, 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 Oh yeah, the uh, I think some people say do they say Azores or Azor? in French is Azor, but oh, I'm, okay. I'm like I'm not sure. Anyway. So um, he landed a plane without engines. So they made a scenario exactly for that. Like with, it's his picture right here. And oh, he, that's he cool. took part in the, like the creation of that scenario. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, uh, so it's pretty cool. So you have a few options and also there's a bunch of print and plays you can get from the website. Nice. Yeah. So, so can you get like a print and play of Toronto, uh, Hamilton airport? Uh, <laughs> Yarmouth Airport. Maybe the English version is Toronto, you know, like they did with uh, Pandemic. Do you remember that? It's possible. Do you remember that? Like the first edition yeah. of Pandemic that you had, I'm pretty yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It had like Montreal because you had it in French and the English one had Toronto. Yeah, you're right. You're right. Pretty interesting. Yeah, no, I uh, I wouldn't know. I don't know about that. But yeah, so. What uh, would you give it? What would you give this out of 10 uh, if you had to? Honestly, I think it's a solid eight. No, lie to me. I think it's ten and Swear a half. To me. <laughs> no, I, I think it's a it's a, a good eight. It's a solid game that I will replay. That I'm like willing to take out anywhere, and I I feel like it's a good uh, filler in a way. Like you you'll be like between two games, or oh, yeah. If you're, yeah, like for a half hour you can play two games. You just yeah. I could uh, I, I could see it as filler for sure, but I could also see it as like let's do a couple scenarios and see how far we can get into the difficulty or whatever. Like I, I could see it being that way too. Yeah, and yeah, like I feel like you play one game of it and you want to play a second one right away. It's yeah. it's that type of game, and I don't see myself getting rid of it anytime soon. Yeah, I'm yeah. not I'm not saying yeah. I'm not going to get rid of it, but anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, come on, like, do you think? Do you think we're stupid, Luke? Like, do you think your listeners are, are that dumb? Like, you just bought it yesterday. Yeah. Like, what yeah, do you mean? Well, one day, someday, you're going to be like, oh, I don't really play that one anymore, and you're going to get rid of it. I got rid of Formula D. I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't believe it, because what, uh, Downforce is too good? Is that your thing? Uh, and I, I really want to have heat. You want to be in heat? I want to have heat. Oh, give me some heat. Heat. Pedal to the metal. I want to. Somebody told me that was really good, and I haven't uh, haven't played it. It is good. I'll have to try it out sometime. I have tried. So if you want to try Sky Team, give it a try. It's on BGA. It's actually a good version of it, and I feel like it plays almost the same as if you're playing it for real. I mean, I prefer being in front of someone. Yeah, but this is one of those board games that like 
it literally is just roll your dice and choose where you're placing your numbers. Yeah. It's incredibly easy to replicate that with BGA. I can only imagine it's quite good. Yeah, it's super good. Probably super fast too. Yeah. Like seven minute games, I'm guessing. Uh, well, it depends who you're playing with, I guess. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, so I would give it also a, a, an eight. I liked that quite a bit. Um, I like dice games. I know I said this isn't really a dice game, but I, I liked the dice. The components are nice. It's nice cardboard. A little bit small pieces that seem like they can get stuck or lost. Yes, you're right. Like the switches, there's a bunch of switches. I feel like it could have been done differently. It's just a small square of cardboard <clears throat> um, that you'll have on a, a double layered uh, board. I feel like they could have had sort of like little flaps on the side that would have prevented them from like flying off the board and like it, they could have stayed there. It could have also have been like a, a 3D little like switch. Also, the um, there's the part with the speed. There's like two like wooden blocks that you put there like to to see where you are and they're super small and the and the, the yeah. brakes as well it's super small which it makes it all a little bit fiddly yeah but it works it's yeah. functional it's just yeah. what is the longevity of those pieces look like like it, losing them or them you know breaking or whatever then again they're easily replaceable they're not like you could literally put anything there to like have your switch but you'd rather have the original pieces yeah yeah um imagine like a geek upset for this yeah <laughs> but but how can i put it like it's it, the components are like the quality is good yeah is it's just super small yeah like the, the 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 switches and everything like the the board itself is a normal size everything like but they could have made those little things a tiny well, they bit almost bigger. could have made the board all uh, you know integrated where there's like plastic switches that go back and i know that the even the yeah. bag that the pieces came in was made of paper so i'm sure that they're trying to avoid plastic but yeah having something that's could have already been built in yeah even wood yeah that's already built in so you don't have to always put those little switches in there because you're always going to use them so to be honest like those little switches could have been cubes you know like those yeah. those cubes that you get in yeah. i don't know how many games yeah it could have been point. cubes just with a little print on them Yeah. And then you move them to the yeah. left. Because it, it, it wouldn't have taken away from the theme that much. But I did find it to be, be quite thematic. I like thematic games. I like co-op games. I like dice games. I like games with multiple things you have to think about to make decisions. I like the idea that it's two players. This is right in my wheelhouse. Uh, so I'm going to give it, yeah, an, an eight out of 10. I think, I think, I think You're gonna get it. I'm going to get a copy. <laughs> I think. It's available now in Ottawa. I had to actually order this one. I went to the store the first day okay. and they said, we don't have it. You just have to like go online and like order it for this store. So I don't have to pay for shipping, ah. which is, which is a cool uh, feature of Imaginaire. If it's available, let's in Laval or in ah. Saint Bruno, you can just order it and they deliver it to your local store. And Interest it's, store and delivery. It's yeah. That's pretty cool. And, uh, and they had like, they actually sent me an email, uh, three days later saying it's here nice there. and then i went to get it and now there's like 10 copies in in french oh, 10 cool. or more copies in french and like six copies in english or something i'll go i haven't gone to the store yet so i'll walk out and maybe this will be the game i buy when i'm there yeah all right well that's it for this one sky team it's a pretty good game who's the designer by the way we didn't say their name luc raymond luc raymond there's the two guys luc and raymond yes no yeah, good yeah ask his mom ask his mom uh and so for that's it for this weekend you've been listening to jake and luke and uh oh wait you know what we didn't say go like us and 
you know, share with your friends and write us uh, messages and emails. We didn't say that this time. Yes, like us. Like yeah. us on whatever platform you're listening this podcast. And then, you know, if do something. And when you, if you're. And you've been listening to our board game podcast. Menage à deux! <laughs> <laughs>